And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. I'm right here. Gotta shoot straight. I'm right here. Gotta shoot straight. Right here, gotta shoot Welcome to Shooting Street. I am David K. Montoya. I'm Randolph Lofgren. All right, kids, we are back for another fun-filled adventure through the eyes of Mr. Randolph R. Lofgren. And mm. we'll see how this plays out because it, he's always... Now, in the coming episodes, I'm, I'm working on a... A uh, algorithm of of sorts of right. sorts, yeah, of of how I'm gonna paste this out because I don't want it being like one full episode of depressing stories. Um, you know, I, I want some laughs, and I want I want to. Well, not me. I'm saying that wrong. I want you to continue to have fun because. You know, this is your show. I mean, I, I put it together and whatnot, but this is your show. This is Randolph Richard Lofman. This is your life. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah, pretty much. So uh, we always start off the podcast each and every week the same way. So let's go ahead and start into that and say, how was your week? It was a little bit crappy and a little bit good. All right. You want the shit first or the bad or the good first? Oh, the shit. I I just uh, don't sleep very well a lot. And when I do sleep lately, it just seems like I dream these crazy dreams about my mom, about my brother, anything that's going on. And then something occurring will happen. And it seems like it has the same thing to do as the dream. So I get really paranoid about it. And uh, it bothers me, you know. But I'm okay with it. I uh, get by. I hadn't had to drink anything really too much this this week, but I had a few, you know. I do, actually. Yeah. You shouldn't leave your cans laying around. <laughs> um, so, what was the good? Tell me about the good. Oh, that I was getting ready to do this podcast. I look forward to it now every week. It's like a... I don't outreach for me. I don't know how to explain it any other way. I uh, get a chance to talk, and I love to talk. We will see what he thinks in the next uh, in about four weeks, because starting next week, I for you, you the listeners, it won't be nothing different. But for us, starting next week, we are going to do two shows a week, record two shows a week for the next four weeks, uh, just. That way we can stay on top of things. Um, just, I feel like on top of things, <laughs> <laughs> you dirty mind you. <laughs> um, so yeah, that you just broke my concentration. I know, I know it. So, all right. So other than the podcast, you really didn't have a good week. You didn't have a good quiet two days. No, not really. No? No. 
<laughs> it was crazy. What was that? You didn't pronounce it. Oh, I'm sorry. It was crazy. Oh, it was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I I've been it. editing and trying to get this done, so I've been doubling up on chapters and trying to not disappoint you and stuff like that, not myself, because it's an accomplishment when I get this stuff done, so I want to do it, you know, because right. I love the accomplishment that what comes at the end. Yeah, I did it, you know. I did a good job. Even though Stephanie Barty is really good at correcting her own stuff, uh-huh. there wasn't a lot to really be corrected. Just a few little things so far. It's not like some of the things that I've read were like every page I'm correcting something on it, you know? Did you, did you uh, like make the conversion, you know, because there's some Canadian slash. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, colors. Yeah. The URS. Yeah. Not the ORS, and and, and of course uh, the the funny one that we keep talking about. What is it? The boat about a boot, a boot. Yeah, yeah. a boot. <laughs> sorry, step Mike. <laughs> yeah. No, it's sorry, eh? Sorry. Eh? <laughs> so that's what you've been. You've been pretty productive this week, then. Yeah, I have. Right on. Everyday reading. At least in doing something. Well, after this, I'm going to switch things up and put you back on creative, and I'm going to have you work on poems. Right. I think that's what you need to do. Is I think you need to be more creative. Probably so. I would think so. I've been thinking about that lately, and my darn backpack. My backpack again for you. It'll come out today. The story that you're about to hear about the backpack. It's like my purse. I can't keep stop talking about it. I can't stop thinking about it. When I go to bed, I think my backpack, my harmonica, my poem book, my pen. You know? Yes. Yeah. And well, as as they're listening to this, it'll be last week's episode. Because you have to think a week in ahead. Yeah, yeah. I know. You can do the math. That's all you. I was going to say, I know probably for listeners, it it gets kind of tricky because we we already record a week in ahead. But it's just there's an issue with another podcast and timing. And I think if we're just going to do that for one podcast, we should do them all, all that way, you know. And, um, so yeah, it, you think it's tricky now, kids? Wait until we're a month in advance. So instead of talking a week, we'll be oh talking my like lord, a month Jesus! <laughs> oh, I didn't think about that. I don't know how I'm gonna keep track of it all. <laughs> uh, it's easy. So, all right. Um, you, you talked about your your dream. Do you want to talk about your dream? Well, the one I had last night was about my mom and. There was things that she had told me. I don't know if I put into my dream myself, but it was pretty bad. So I had to call her today and make sure that she was all right. And she says, I'm just fine. You need to stop worrying about those darn dreams that you think you're having and that you know everything. I, I do know everything somehow or another. I just don't know how I know it. Yeah. Right. What else? Uh, We're only at the seven-minute mark. We'll yeah, seven-minute mark. Uh, the dreams... Like they're very vivid. I I I saw my mom and I saw her at the hospital. I saw one of her legs being cut off, and these are things that she's having problems with her legs right now. Oh, really? So I automatically thought, oh god, you know. And she said she has a cyst behind her knee, 
I'm worried that it's more than maybe a cyst, you know, and they can't do nothing until they get in there and check it out. Right. But she's just been having lots of problems, and I worry about her a lot. Uh, well, yeah, and and regardless of how old you are, she'll always be your mother. Right, you know? right. So my mommy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I'm not allowed to call her mommy, so <laughs> you know, that stopped a long time ago. I don't think I ever called my mom mommy. I don't. I don't think, I don't think you'd either. It's either Deborah or mother. <laughs> yeah, we have that type of relationship. <laughs> and so uh, this episode is brought to you by Super Sour, or excuse me, Sour Heads Bang, Super Creatine, Yummy. Yeah, my brother uh, cheated today. Oh. I'm proud of him. I'm not. I'm guilty. I, I feel guilty. I you really, feel guilty? I really do. I know you should. I, I don't even eat that much. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, I'll, I'll throw this out real fast, and I'll put it back to you. Right. Uh, for people that don't know me, I'm uh, a keto enthusiast or ketone or ketosis. And pretty much what it is is I don't eat bread. I don't eat a lot of, of uh, carbs throughout the day. Um. And especially right now with trying to get the, the podcasting network uh, running on its own cylinders where I really don't have to invest a lot of my time. I'm missing all my workout days. So with not being able to work out, I, I mean, granted, I've still gained like 15 pounds. But um, processing my the, the food that you eat, you know, very low carb, it kind of keeps your weight at a, a medium or at a, you know, it's stable. So, uh, I, I just, I was hungry today and, you know, I was laughing when I was eating because I was like, you know, some people to feel good, they go get drunk or they go do drugs. For me, it's, you know, go get two, uh, beef and cheddar sandwiches with aju and a large soda from Arby's. That's, that was my go-to. Yeah. That's why I don't blame <laughs> you. Cause I, I have my own crutch, you know, it may not be food. It used to be a long time ago. You remember how much food I used to intake? Yeah. I never got fat. Now I get fat. So I watch what I eat. Yeah. You know? So, but, yeah. So that's, that was it. Okay. Um, let's see. Do you have a story for us this week? A story, huh? You want a story? All right, kids gather around. It's, Shooting Straits story time. <laughs> it, it could be happy. It could be sad. It can be whatever you want. I, I'll tell the story of the last seven years. It, it's a good story. It should last us. Uh, it won't be it's completely every single day, but I basically did real good. I got off drugs one time other and got into a program to get into my own house. What year was this? Uh, this is 2018, so 2011, 2010, yeah, 10, about, that I got into it. Okay, right before Zoe was born. Yeah, and, uh, I actually talked to you just before I got the place, and, and I had just gotten it when Dad passed away, so that's 2010 too, right? 2011. 11? Okay, okay, then it's 11, because I, I, it just had happened, and then I got my house after that. Yeah, because he was waiting for Zoe to be born, and he was he was all kinds of excited. You finally get a granddaughter. Yeah, know? and that was 2011. So that's how I remember. So all 2011. Right. All right. 
And so I, I got me a house, and it was the best thing in the world. I kept it clean all the time. I was so obsessed with it. I loved having it. It was my own place. But it seemed like everybody else was obsessed with me having my own place, too. And they slowly worked in on me. And and so, like, every day was doing drugs and partying at Randy's house. Mm. And so I had this problem with people not taking care of stuff, not, you know, putting stuff up. Not respecting your stuff. Yeah. And I, I got to a point where I got sour about it and just didn't care about the house altogether. So I, I basically, for seven years, just got high, and it was a party haven, and people come in and out. You know, mo- a lot of people had keys. So but it was more like a know, flop house. Well, yeah, but I was gonna say, um, <sighs> you. Oh shit, I don't remember now. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. And so I did that. And oh, if you can't beat them, join them, kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. And I got broken into a couple of times. I had told in stories before about how I uh, almost got killed twice in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also got robbed, like I said, multiple times and didn't know I got robbed because they didn't take things that I would notice. And stuff just slowly started just missing till I'd had nothing. And then I, I started letting people stay with me. And I, I kept a nice attitude and let people stay that needed a place to live. And then I would leave them there by themselves. And I got all my tools stolen. This sucks. And I ha- so I have barely any tools now. Uh, then I started getting my personal space, which is my bedroom, attacked. And they started taking stuff out of my bedroom that was really important to me. Like what? Uh, My dad's necklace, the the... Eagle got stole from me. Really? Yeah. Uh, my guitar and amp got stole from me. And see, I always kept that that room locked. At least I wasn't going to get that invaded, you know what I mean? Right. And someone just knew how to pick a rock one day and got into my room, or either that or just busted it down. It didn't look like it was busted. Maybe they credit carded it. For you that don't know that, where you take a credit card and put it in the door and jimmy it. it. Yeah. You know, or take a knife and get it in there and jimmy it somehow or another. And it, it got in there. And I started just going downhill and hating everybody. And so I was on the war path to, to get them all. So I went on a thing, a pilgrimage, pilgrimage, whatever you want to call it, where I uh, tried to get back everybody. So Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And it got me into trouble. And I before I came here, I got a gun put to my head. and, and uh, you're, you're going way too fast. Sorry, slowing down, guys. Sorry, slowing down. They're exciting moments for me, so that's why I get excited. Okay, what was what was the point where you're like, I'm gonna get these people back? When I had nothing left, there was anything of importance to me. Just the house was all that was there, and it wasn't important no more. So basically, it was empty. Yeah, pretty much. It just was a skeleton of a house. You know, I didn't even have food most of the time because people would steal my food. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then at that point. You decide that you're going to pay back. Yeah, so I started messing with people's head and mentally fucking them. Get one fascist against another fascist people. Because I was friends with everybody and knew everybody. So I needed juice that someone would talk about somebody else. And then I'd go back and tell them and then get it going. And then I would uh, get these people mad. And it just ended up turning on me. Because everybody realized that it was me that was doing it all. And so I had to get out of town. It backfired on you. Oh, it backfired big time. People wanted to kill me and stuff like that. <laughs> See how, like, nonchalant he says that. Oh, yeah, people want to kill me, stuff like that. 
Because um, it is now. I'm past it. I, I'm happy that I'm not in that situation. I'm happy. I'm not happy exactly in my life. That's my own dilemma, you know? Right. Explain to us what the situation was that someone put a gun to you. Oh, it was when somebody else was supposed to kill me and then I was being set up. And this person, other person was the one that was actually going to kill me. Was it contract kill? I don't know. But you were, somebody was going to kill you. Yeah. But they tried. But then they, they, well, you you said that someone, but then someone else tried to do it. See, there's three times. There's two times when they thought, because you barely could get me. I don't care who you are. I, I got eyes in the back of my head, and I, I know everything that's happening. Not to say that I want someone to try to get me, but there's two times that I didn't die from it. They had to get me. And so it all started because of some bull crap about people that were coming to my house that were younger than me and, and, and that I was doing improper things when I wasn't. I didn't let no minors or anything at my house. That wasn't happening, you know? Right. And then there was some things about this girl, and, and I don't want to put no names out there and stuff, but it's all falsified, and it all came out in the end, and I I was basically deliberated from it and know that I didn't do that stuff, and they realized it, you know. So that that basically, but still, some people still held a grudge and thought it needed to be done. So, in other words, some people didn't believe it, even though you were justified in, in you know, the... the uh the rumors were verified as false. There were right. people that just didn't believe it. Right. Gotcha. Wow. Okay, so that sets the stage. So where were you at? Last time at this crazy dude's house, and I don't know really what I was doing it. His nickname's 187. And that should tell you right there you don't want to be around someone that's willing to kill somebody or shoot somebody. Right. So... Probably going to get in trouble for even just putting it out there that he's 187. Well, you didn't say who it is. Yeah, I know, but the 187 by itself speaks, you know what I mean? Well, there's, I, I'm I'm almost 100% positive that I there's more than one person that goes by that, you know, name. Yeah, I'm sure, too. And I'm probably even more certain that said person is not listening to a podcast. No, probably not. So I think you're okay. Uh, so you're there. You don't know why you were there. No, just to have friends. I didn't really have no friends. I mean, I know this is gonna sound sad. I've made a couple of friends through my brother and his relations and things that he knows. Uh, but my only friend really is my brother. He he's my my best buddy. He is my best buddy. Yeah, I don't go out. I I don't go hanging with nobody because I don't want to get back into an old. Habit. Way of life, you know, habit, yeah, habit, addiction, whatever you want to call it. And it, it, if it means me being without those type of things, then they weren't really my friend in the first place. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're just there to either get my money or get my drugs or whatever, you know. Okay, so you're at said friend's house and... How? What did he just walk up to you and put a gun to your head? Or no, we were looking for a gun to kill somebody else. I guess I don't know really. I was messed up, to be honest with you. It's kind of blurry from there. The things that that I've blocked out, you know. I really don't know what I was doing there, to be honest with you. So then the next thing you realize, he's holding the gun into your head. Yeah. And then you made the run for it. 
Or no, it tried to. It didn't work. Oh, it, it jammed. It, yeah. Woohoo! Yeah. Uh, so it it jammed, and then you. you made I got a out of there. You made a rush and they even tried to block me in. I don't know how I got out of this spot with my big old truck, but I did. That's probably why you had a big truck. <laughs> you made your way out. Yeah. So from that point, where did you go? Did you? Did you did I uh, basically went to my mom's and told her what was going on. I wouldn't go around my house or anywhere like that. And I uh, told her what was going on, what I'd been up to. And she was like, oh, you can't stay around here no more. You got to go. And then I called my cousin Rodney to uh, see how he's doing to see if I could escape to up there. And then uh, he told me about what happened with your wife, you know, Lacey. And I felt compelled by the Lord to come here. I mean, I think it's worked out pretty good for me and pretty good for everybody else. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it. wow. It's. I was just putting a timeline together in my head. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been pretty good. I mean, you, you got me out of a, a weird slump myself. Yeah. I was I was in the I don't know, I was like in a twilight zone, I guess, just trying to right. find myself. Anyway, so um you how long did you stay there at your mom's house before a you, month. A month and then you took off? Yeah. I had actually lost my place by then because of all this stuff. And that was March twenty first that I got kicked out of my house. And I stayed there till April something. And then by the time the first came around and stuff, I figured I had money. I should get out of here. And then I got a hold of you. Right. Hmm. So what was, what was the main thing of you losing your place? Was it just this, all the bullshit that was going on in my landlords finding out about it? Cause it spread over to other people's apartments and I caused problems for other people, not me directly, but people that were at my house and it just became a place where they were jumping my fence, even though I'd lock it and put signs out there. Do not come over fence. If fence is locked or I have pieces of paper written with things on my door saying, do not want nobody around. And I tried to fix the problem, but it was too late. Do you feel that you are the, a different person from that person? Yeah, I do. So much so that, that I can remember some of these details, but there's a lot more. I can't even remember names, really, of those people that bother me and cause me so much problems. I've literally forget them for one, forget myself for two, and started to change. And I, I, I'm in a change right now that I don't know what's going to happen from it, but I know it's going to be better than what I was. And it already is better than what, what it, it was before, you know? Right. Well, simply the elimination of methamphetamine in your life. That's, that's a big, you know, first step. Right. So I'm just trying to think of what would be, because that's, that's kind of, Climatic, climactic, you know, of just so damn. I wish you would, I wish you remember, you know, more detail because I, for myself, I'm curious. Yeah, I am too. You know, I dream about some stuff sometimes that happen. I overdosed a whole bunch of times. All right, let's, let's tackle that. Tell me an overdose story. 
Oh, a, a dude told me one time, and you can explain how big it is. If I eat this, I can have this. It's about the size of a silver dollar. Round. Yeah, round. It's about an eight ball. Really? Yeah. So you, it was a dare. It was a dare, yeah. <laughs> and I wanted the other stuff for free, same amount. And it was all speed? Yeah. So what happened? You ate it? And I overdosed. I died. You can't leave it at that. Everybody's like, well? Well, I just, someone slapped me around and gave me some milk. And that's when I first found out you can drink milk to neutralize methamphetamines and pretty much any other drugs. So I drank a whole gallon of milk and then puked and puked and puked and puked and puked. So, and then I slept for days and days and days and days. And then finally came to, and mom had been knocking on my door, wondering where I was at, about ready to call the cops on me and find out and get my landlord and break in the door or something. Do a welfare check. Yeah, basically a welfare check. And I ended up having a couple welfare checks, too. Really? Oh, yeah, because the time I, I died, almost died twice from someone hitting me, uh -huh. I had to call an ambulance, and they knew that it was false play. False play. Yeah, you know, so they wanted to make sure about it, you know. So, how long were you there at your apartment? Seven years. Seven years total. Yeah. And you you have said many times that it was like some of the seven years of the hardest time of your life. Yeah. What what do you think? I mean, other than obvious attempts on your life and and the party, but why why do you say it would be your seven seven years of the hardest time? Because I uh, basically had to do everything myself and take care of bills, still to keep the house in order to do what I had to do, and I had to do things that I had to do in order to get what I wanted to get, and it was real hard. Mm. And I needed a break from all that and a, a way to heal myself. Because I was going to die sooner or later. I ended up having the heart attacks like I've explained before. And that was caused from doing methamphetamines. Right. Do you think that now, a year and some change in October. So, yeah, in October, it'll be like a year and a half. Do you think that you have enough willpower to stay away from it? If 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 someone came up to you and said, you know, hey, let's do a line, a speed. Oh, yeah, it's already happened. I have. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I just, for some reason, people want to offer me stuff like that. And so, but I was like, no, you know, I mean, I'm not that type of person. I left instantly from the situation I was in. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because you're trying to get away. So, as you're saying that you're self improving, and obviously the speed was the first thing, what's the second thing that you self improved on? Oh, uh, I don't drink as much as I used to. Really? I don't think so. You think I drink just as much? Well, I don't know what you you drink. No, I mean I was I was drinking till I was completely sloshed, and that was like six, seven beers, some vodka. You know what I mean? Oh, gotcha. I I was drinking a lot, and I haven't been drinking hard alcohol. Yeah. There's there. That's one thing that I do appreciate because my kids is the the catalyst behind him not drinking hard alcohol. And so I appreciate that because it's 
you're doing it out of respect and love for the kids. Yeah. And I respect that. And yeah. I appreciate that. I'm not a nice person when I'm drunk too much. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I think we actually talked about this. It, we have. It, it, it gets tricky because we have to think about, well, did we talk about this outside well, did, the podcast? No, it was in the podcast, but it's still relevant. You know, it's going to always be relevant. It'll come up in later ones, I'm sure. Right. Because it goes and leads from somewhere different. You know, that's why when you want me to do a timeline, a timeline is like this. My timeline goes like this and then goes up one way, another way, down way, another way. And it has all these broken off, like you see it look down from the sky and you see an old creek that runs through a desert with all these little runoffs. That's yeah. my timeline. Like sub timelines. <laughs> yeah, really, it is. It's almost like I can't believe it myself, but it is. And I still have a straight and narrow path that I was doing. You know? So let's see, where are we at? So, okay, so what else? What else do you think you've improved? Oh, the way I take care of myself. Yeah, yeah, I, I that's that's a big... I'm not just a beast, you know, I, I try to stay clean. I got me another haircut, and it looks pretty good. I like this one. They did a good job. I shaved the other day, but I didn't razor it, you know, just trimmed down the sides. I found your trimmer. Did you? Yeah, it was in the white cabinet. I'll be damned. I looked everywhere. Yeah, it was up behind some toilet paper stuff. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that that's a bit of a personal I have a had a beard trimmer, which if I had the beard trimmer, I probably would have still had the beard and not shaved the whole damn thing off. Uh, but yeah, that's a that's for another podcast. <laughs> uh okay, so yeah, I, that's probably the biggest one is you, you were joking when you first came to California or California, came to Apple Valley, was that you, you kind of had the, the bag of bomb look, you know, the, the bum look. And you said, that was my style. Well, what did I say? We got to rebrand. Rebrand you. Yeah. And I, I like that. I liked how he said that. Yeah, it was good stuff. And for the most part, He's been rebranded. Yeah, there's more to do, though. Oh, of course. There's always more to do. Yeah. One step at a time. One step at a time. So, let's see. Um, do you have a funny story to tell us? Something that'll make us laugh? Oh, yeah. I got a funny story. Okay. My, about my dog, Michelle. My dog, Michelle, is the sneakiest little dog. She will get food however she can. And this dog can open backpacks, unzip backpacks, open zipper Ziploc bags without tearing them, you know, and pop the, the seal and, and, and get the food out of it. And even if it's wrapped in aluminum foil, she knows how to unfold the aluminum foil. Not to mention that, uh, she saved my life both times. And, uh, when she did it, she woke me up whining, doing her little thing. You know, like, what the heck do you want? And then blood squirts everywhere. So that's kind of funny. <laughs> now, you should mention what kind of dog she is. She's a deer chihuahua, a moo cow print. So she's tiny. Yeah, tiny. She's bigger. She's just as big as Weenie, but the rest of them are littler. Weenie is, uh, what is, who is she? She's a chihuahua. Is she a chihuahua? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I don't know, I... That's not even her name, but that's... It's Leela. Yeah. From uh, Futurama. 
Yeah. Yeah, there's lots of dogs around here. That's for sure. It's never boring with the dogs. So, let's see. Anyway, you you were telling a, a funny story, but you kind of got sidetracked. So, funny story with... And so, she eats my food. If I would come in from my mom's house and set it down for a second, the food would be gone. She, the other night, got my meatloaf. Really? Yeah, dude. She snatched it off my plate. <laughs> no. I took half of it. I was on the ground, and I ate it still. While she's trying to garf it and the other dogs are trying to scarf it, I grabbed me a big hand that full out of it and I ate it right off the ground. Oh, that's nasty. That's it nasty. is nasty. <laughs> I was mad, though. I wasn't going to let him get away with all of it. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that was a funny story. Uh, so, all right. Here's another thing I wanted to ask you is how do you see your life better now i mean obviously besides just the the superficial stuff i'm calmer especially lately it may be because of medicine but i am medicated through a doctor so that's another story for podcasting but i really don't want to get into too many details i suffer for some disabilities a little bit of depression a little bit of post-traumatic stress disorder well you got what, 20 minutes? All right. Well, uh, I have post-traumatic stress disorder one and two. Okay, explain what those are. It's uh, whether you have a traumatic situation or thing in your life or post-traumatic stress number two is from being around somebody that's post-traumatic and having to deal with their problems. And I got post-traumatic stress two from my father. From him, not many people remember when he was younger. I'm sure you did. He was a traumatic person, you know, had problems too. Uh-huh. And so did my aunt, and so do some of my cousins. So I got that from that. And then I got the post-traumatic stress one from having cancer at a young age and not dealing with it until I was older. And um, then I got depression from just being sad for not feeling in place in this world, you know. I think I think depression is really rampant. I mean, a lot of people that I talk to, and I, I even, even find myself feeling rather depressed, which is hard because I always try to control my emotions, you know. I, which I've been trying to do, too, a lot more. But it's just that, that the loneliness, when, when you are lonely... There's just no escape but depression. And I know, I, I know this firsthand. Right. And again, I'm, I'm not trying to take the spotlight away or anything. No, you're but, not at all. I but, like this. But, um, you know, this time of the, the year, you know, as it gets closer, because my wife died October 8th. So, you know, the, the anniversary of her passing is, is coming closer and closer. And, of course, that's forefront in my mind. Yeah, and you were just talking about it last night. You mentioned it. And as as it's more relevant in the time scheme of things, because and I say relevant because and Randy knows this firsthand. I keep myself busy. You do always keep myself busy. And that's what he's trying to do to me is keep me busy. Yeah. Keep you so that I don't Yeah. <laughs> you said it right out of my mouth. But as as I'm trying to 
get all this done because like this month we have the multiple podcasts. We have the Herotica book coming out. We have the world of myth coming out. We have uh, Stephanie's book coming out. Well, and not coming out this month, but we're, you know, in the process, you're doing the editing. I'm, I'm dealing with the business end of it, you know, so I'm trying to keep myself very busy, but it's just the fact that it doesn't matter how hard, or how busy I keep myself, it's there. It's for it's on yeah, it comes to your front of your mind and that's what you think about. And then with that, then you realize well, I realize, you know, she's gone. And it's that loneliness. And it's it's a it's I can't explain it. Unless you've been legitimately lonely, like to the fiber of your core being lonely, you wouldn't understand what I'm trying to say. And of course, then the depression sets in. Mm-hmm. And I, I, so a very long example of, I understand. Exactly, well, I appreciate that. Of uh, depression. And mm-hmm. I, like I said, I think depression is more relevant than what people are, are letting on because I know quite a few people that deal with depression on a deep, deep level. Yeah. And they've contacted me. A few of those people told me that it's really something that I talk about it. You know what I mean? Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Right on. I don't want to mention names because that's not my place. Right, right, right. That was a, a personal message. Just a shout out to you that I'm thinking about you and don't worry about it. Things can get better. They can't get worse because you can only go so far down in that hole. Yeah. Then you got to climb yourself out or dig yourself out. Yep, that's true. That's very true. Well said. Well said. So you say, what about your your thought process? How you process information? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one to come up with right now. Uh, it it's so much different now. I'm not just jumping to conclusions about stuff. No, you know, I really process things and have consideration a lot of times in the past i didn't have no consideration so i'm considering a lot now right and that's good one thing that i've noticed about you is is that you attempt to control your emotion and thought process more yes and i think once once you and this is just my personal view of things so listeners don't have to agree with me at all but this is just my own experience is once you control your emotions and your thought process, you control you. Yeah, you got it. I knew that. I kept thinking that myself. I'm glad you brought that up because that's what I think and believe. I believe that I have the theory that ask, receive and believe, but I've never asked something about myself. Right. So I basically started asking, what can I change about myself? To better myself, for myself. Right. You know, not me, myself, and I, but myself. Right. I get you. <laughs> um, take another. There ain't three of us. There's just me, Randy. We are legion. <laughs> we are many. Um, I still haven't seen that movie. I haven't either. I was just thinking that. Yeah. Uh no. Uh, well, we'll talk about the movie off air. I was gonna tell you a movie I watched that I, I want you to go watch. Yeah. But this that, this isn't the place for it. All right. Did <clears throat> so, you watch it last night or what? Uh, no, it was while I was in Vegas. We were waiting for uh, them to get back with my car so we could leave. And um, 
there was nothing to do, so I found a movie on Netflix. And um, it was it's really good. Cool. It's a killer. Uh, I love killer clowns. I really do. But um, so let's see. What was I going to say? I'm sorry. I'm like digressing. <laughs> digressing. <laughs> let's see. Uh, you, what do you want to talk about? We still have a few more minutes. Uh, I don't have no sayings this week. My hands are tattooed, and they say "hold fast." And uh, my dad used to always say "hold fast." It's a a sailor saying, but it's also in the Bible, and it means to be steady, to be strong, before at the mass. That the mass is the big sail that goes up, and if something goes wrong with the big mass, your ship's messed up. Right. That makes total sense. So I have it. Hold fast. One of these days, we're going to have to do an episode about Randy. Yeah. We haven't. I will. How about I write some stuff? I got some good stories that, that you would love. You know? Yeah. And I would love to do that. I, I, I need to listen to my brother and start building the timeline so this makes it a lot easier. Because when I have something written down, I mean, I know it's off the cuff and you guys love it. I mean, I do. My brother does. It's fun. But a little bit of structure wouldn't mind helping, you know. That reminds me. I want to say thank you to everyone that listens to this show. Uh, this is literally as of this recording I've checked and just for shits and giggles and, uh, shooting straight has been our number one downloaded podcast on the Jizzle Modcast podcast network. So I want to thank you. Yes. Thank you very much. We appreciate your listening. means a lot. Get back to me too. You can reach me at randyman2388 at gmail.com. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, he, he just, yeah. I, I can't help but laugh and smile because he, he picked that up right away and ran with it. I did. Yeah. He, he knew I set him up. <laughs> I get, I'm getting this. It's working, huh? It is. Or for any general inquiries or the continued, you suck! Which, I don't know, people love to tell me that. Um, you can email us at shooting underscore straight at jazomon, J A Y Z O M O N dot com. And if it's relevant, I'll forward it to Randy. Uh, or if it's relevant in, to me, I'll, just, I'll, I'll message you back. Um, but any, I mean, and I'm just being legitimate here, um, because I've received other emails from, from other shows that I'm involved in. And you know what, if, if you're going to be, and I'll, I was actually going to address this today on the other show, but the other show didn't happen. Um, if you're just going to be a dick, don't even bother your time. You know, because literally I'm just going to delete your email. I won't even finish reading it. So you're putting all that effort and energy of negativity. You're putting it out there just to get deleted. So, you know, if you want to say, hey, I don't care for your show. This is why. Maybe ideas to improve. I'm totally good with that. Yeah, creative criticism. But, you know. Oh, you suck. You sound like you're talking out of your nose, you dumbass. No, that shit's going to get deleted. Okay, I just I don't have time for that. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, 
Yeah, that's my little rant. Should I also tell them my one thing? Are we about that time? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Remember, anything that you want to accomplish or do, doesn't matter how you have to do it or what you got to do to do it. Just do it. Just do it. Next time, we'll have to talk about Nike. <laughs> that cracks me up. Um, my my saying for this week is fuzzy wuzzy was a bear, fuzzy wuzzy had no hair, and fuzzy wasn't fuzzy wuzzy. <laughs> you like that, Azo? <laughs> We're hilarious, aren't we? It makes me laugh. <laughs> I love you. I love you so much. Give it a couple more years, kids, and she'll be podcasting. Well, she already wants to now, but every time we get her by the mic, she's like me when I first started. If we get her by herself in the mic and just let her rant, she would rant. Yeah. About all kinds of cool stuff. More than I probably could get. You know, she'd have the, the head downloads and stuff. I know she would. Because we do little YouTube videos together, and we have a great time doing it. Uh, but the tablet broke, and so we haven't been able to do them as well. Yeah, we don't want to talk about them. Yeah, <laughs> we don't. Sorry. Just say I I've been I was building a world on Minecraft for over a year. It was bad, awesome. It, it literally underground cities and tunnels. Yeah, I keep on every time something. Else, wouldn't this be cool? Or wouldn't this be cool? And he'd be like, <laughs> "Look at me, you can't see right now." He'd look at me all cross eyed and be like, "Oh man, yeah, I gotta go build that." Yeah, but yeah, it's it's gone now. Well, uh, oh well. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> All right, I think we're. This is a pretty good. This is this was an even kill. Halfway in the middle. Yeah. Not too much. Not too little. Yeah, I think that was. I think so too. Nicely balanced. That's what we're looking for. I think that's what we'll call it. Perfectly balanced. All right. Sounds good. So come back next week, and we will do it all over again. Um, let us know. If you like the perfectly balanced or if you want the emotional stuff or by the time you hear this, you'll hear the happy, ha happy Randy show. And actually, it's called the happy show, if I remember right. Yeah. And um, tell us what you want. We we want to engage the listener. We want to make it entertaining for you guys. But at the same time, we we want to keep it authentic. Right. So. All right, for this week, I am David K. Montoya. I'm Randolph Lofgren. And we'll see you next time. Bye. I'm right here. Gotta shoot straight. I'm right here. Gotta shoot straight. I'm right here, but you've got to shoot straight.